0: Hi, welcome to Viewer Fairified. We are your hosts today, Isabel and Zeger, and we will be giving our opinions and predictions on the 2021 Grammys. We will be focusing on just the album of the year and giving our opinions on them, as well as seeing who we think is going to win. So the albums that were nominated
1: this year were
0: Cholumbo by Jean
1: Aiko, Black Pumas by The Black Pumas, Everyday Life by Coldplay, The Jesse* Volume 3 by Jacob Collier, Woman in Music Part 3 by Hayem. Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone, and Folklore by Taylor Swift. So, right. Isabel, what were you
0: thinking about Ginaika's album? Um, honestly, I thought it was, like, pretty good. Let me... I think that, like... I really liked the intro, actually. Like, I think that was one of my, like, out of the whole album. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. So it, I think it started out pretty good. And I noticed that, like, there's a lot of short songs, but, like, even though they're kind of short, I liked how they were still, like, good, and, like, I actually liked them a lot. And it was kind of, like... I don't know, a good, like, 2AM vibe playlist for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think her voice is very subtle, but also very strong in a way, if that makes sense.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Like, there was... She has very delicate uh, vocal range. (laughs) And um, the only thing that I could, like, really, like, really complain about was the mixing on the album sounded a little bit weird. Like, um, I don't think the mixer did, like, a great job with that. But I think... Ginaiko did a wonderful performance with this album, and I really like the lyrics as well. Sure,
0: yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. All right, so for Iziga, how did you feel about the Black Pumas?
1: Honestly, I really liked how classical it sounded. For being like a rock, kind of folky album, it Mm sounds out from the rest of these albums as something that can last through time. A lot of these albums are very modern, and it's something that you would hear only on pop radio rather than this album which just sounded like very vintage but also something that could be listened to for you know the rest of my life and i really liked that like um kind of that like uh (laughs) like soul
0: r&b kind of yeah yeah and i think like that style is kind of coming back, because, like, with the whole, like, 80s wave that's kind of coming back, it, like, yeah. it's kind of, like, the same, like, the music is coming back, and honestly, I mm-hmm. really liked it, like, I thought out of this album, like, all the albums, yeah, we listened through all of them, I thought, like, I actually really liked this one, and, like, I kind of, like, got into that older style because of this, Right, and I really right. I think the
1: instrumentals were also very intricate compared to the rest of these albums. Um, the guitar riffs were so beautifully done and then the that mixed win with the vocals, I thought that was wonderfully done. So I think mm-hmm. this duo did a really good job with this album. Yeah. Yeah. So right. next we have... Coldplay with everyday life.
0: What did you feel about that one? Honestly, I thought okay, I thought it was gonna be different than actually was like I really liked how it started out with just like like kind of like strings, like with sunrise. It was just kind of no really lyrics to it. It was like just kind of like instrumentals, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I was like surprised at like how much like of like instrumentation there was throughout the whole thing like I've never really listened to Coldplay I think before it was just like Viva La Vida when like, <laughs> I really heard yeah but, like I was actually really surprised I actually really liked it a lot like I was kind of coming in thinking it was like oh it's just gonna be some like older pop style just because like that's mm-hmm. what I thought they were before but like I listened to them like these are actually like kind of good like I would really listen to them
1: right more often I thought it would one thing I was surprised by was the um like diverse range that they had on this album mm-hmm. um which can be seen as a pro and a con because um while it has like a different sound it doesn't really work
0: as a cohesive album for me personally yeah if that I, makes sense mm-hmm, i go to me like i guess it's, it's not like the same feeling throughout the whole thing i right. like if you're gonna listen to it just to have like one feeling the whole time it probably wouldn't work out but like i thought yeah what you said like I know it's like, I, I need a friend. It was like, like a whole, like a choir ensemble. I was like, dang, like you don't really see that or like, mm-hmm. well, not see that, but hear that in like modern and like, it's right. like this day and age kind of album, you know? Right, right.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think individually the pieces are quite, like they were well done. But as a project, as one cohesive album, I think that it was a little bit, a um, little bit uh, what's the word, rough around the edges. Or mm-hmm. um, like jump- Yeah, like jumpy. And I think one thing that I was like a little confused about is that a lot of um, like people critiquing Harry Styles' album would say that his album like did too many genre hopping, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: the thing is the same, that same thing happened in Coldplay's album. And that, you know, confuses me. And so that just makes me think of the biases that the Grammy had has on different
0: artists you know mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright um, so how did you feel about it Diges* <laughs> volume 3
1: yeah by Jacob Collier I thought um I was I was very surprised that this album got nominated because he's not that well known of an artist but he um I think he's a very respectable artist in the fact that he knows his music theory and he knows um you know how instruments work and how they can work as a
0: cohesive uh orchestra together mm-hmm. um yeah, like out of... oh, go ahead go ahead you can go, go, go. You can go. Okay. thank you i mean out of all these albums like he definitely like was able to actually like utilize like instrumentation he has like all these like good like I don't know I don't know how they really do it but like the, he has like a lot of different kinds with so, like, a lot of those like just guitar and like simple stuff but like he made it stay kind of simple but he used a lot of different things and like you can kind of hear like there's so many colors when you listen to it and like each song itself in the album does have like different colors too which I thought I don't know I kind of liked
1: yeah I agree he had like this throughout I don't know if you could hear this in the album but like he uses so many different harmonies in his songs mm-hmm. And I find that, like, it just really brings a lot of his songs together. And while, again, like, he uses so many instruments that were both, like, electronically made and both, like, um, just, like, snaps and stuff like that. Yeah. He was able to, like, create this beautiful juxtaposition between beautiful, like, simple noises versus, like, electronica. And I thought that was very well done. Um, I think some people might complain though that it sounds
0: very busy though yeah um, I think the only thing I didn't like is some of the songs got like a little bit busy which is like not even a bad thing it's just like if I'm doing homework or like doing something I don't want to listen to that but like if I'm just sitting down just like listening to it like that's fine but like sometimes it does get a little busy but I think it's like that's part of the style that he's doing in general right, I think right
1: I agree, but overall I think it was a wonderful album and I enjoyed listening to it a lot. Mhm. So the next one is Woman in Music Part 3 by Hayam. What did you think about this
0: one? Um I liked it. It was kind of like for me it was like it, it was like very I th- throughout like the album there was like a few different styles but I liked it. It's kind of like it kind of gives that like retro-ish vibe i don't know if that's the right Mm -hmm. way to describe it how
1: would you agree with that i agree with that um kind of like yeah retro kind of (laughs) 90s inspired. Uh i would say um i like this album because even though it incorporated different types of styles it did it very seamlessly and very like effortlessly if that makes sense Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and like it was all very simple but like i really enjoyed a lot mm-hmm. of them like i really like, it started out like i think los angeles the first song in the album i think is i think my favorite out of all of them and like it we started out good and it like kept me going through the whole thing <laughs> right right i also love like um
1: how soft the voices sounded compared to the like the hardness of their guitars and the bass and the drums i thought that was like a really cool you know um juxtaposition i keep saying that word but it's <laughs> okay. it works really well here because um yeah there's just something about having a you know these like angelic voices that reminds me kind of of Lucy Das's, mm-hmm,
0: and with like yeah.
1: a hardcore kind of hardcore punk not punk sorry rock pop <laughs> and r&b which i liked
0: yeah yeah yeah, I think one thing that stood to me, I noticed that "3 A.M." three the song "3 A.M." in that album, they use that phone line, mm, and like, I love that. Sorry, do you like those okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, I feel like I maybe it's just the songs I like. They always use that, so I'm like, dang, they're all the songs using it. But I feel that's probably not true. But like, I liked it. I feel like every song I like ends up having that in there. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it. I like that. Um, I don't know. It just gave
1: it like a little bit of
0: uh human like piece attitude,
1: in it attitude personality. personality and i really like that about um a lot of the songs i i don't know it, it just felt like a cool album it makes me want to listen to it when i'm walking down the street and just feel like a like a cool person if that makes sense <laughs> yeah okay
0: you know, it brings a little oh, are you oh no no you're good
1: you're good you're good i'm
0: just like i was, I was just kind of brought a little bit more of like like, you felt, like, a, connect- a connection to it, because, like, I think whenever they use that phone, it's, like, oh, it's, like, they're calling you, like, you're having mm-hmm. a conversation.
1: Yeah, 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 I like that album a lot. All right. So, the next one is Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa.
0: All right, honestly, I like that album a lot. Like, although I don't really listen to it, like, I listen to it again, like, I listen to it a lot over the summer, Mm -hmm. saying that's when it was kind of popular and i liked it that a lot and i listened back to it again and it's like i i honestly even though it's like kind of like pop and i don't pop ish you know i don't really listen to that normally i really liked it and i'm like i it's kind of like a guilty pleasure kind of thing for me If that makes sense yeah that makes sense that makes sense for me
1: i think it was a pretty good pop album i'll give it that um definitely had some big hits and uh of course it did well because like a lot of the songs are really 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 catchy Um, yeah (laughs) and i can't blame you for like thinking this is like a good album because like after listening to this i couldn't help but like sing along to the songs in my head like before or like when i just get up and like oh darn it there's a song stuck in my head and it's you know it was a song by this album and um i can Mm -hmm. respect that um i think obviously though that we can both agree that this song or this album was you know made for commercial success and there's nothing wrong about that but uh Mm -hmm. i think that's why one of the reasons why it did so well but
0: um yeah and also i think tiktok too helped it like blow up a lot definitely yeah yeah um
1: i'm okay with this album i would not listen to it like really in my free time but Mm -hmm. if it's on you know in public, I'm not gonna be like <laughs> disappointed with anything, I'm not gonna yeah. be, like be outraged by that, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't know, I liked it, I thought it was good. I mean, I guess, sure, there's like, parts of- oh, like it's kind of like, oh, it's pop, and like, yeah, like maybe like a lot of people don't listen to pop, but like, you know what, it's so good. I think, yeah, what you're saying about like how it was like good by like business standpoint or like <laughs> like you said earlier it was good for commercial success i like, thought it was pretty good
1: yeah yeah i agree and i think the same thing can be said for the next album hollywood's bleeding by post malone yeah. i think again that um that album was made for commercial success and i think you can tell by you know the I mean, sunflower was like one of the
0: spider for like for yeah
1: maybe? it 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 was one of the biggest hits um of the past few years,
0: Sunflower. Um, And I mean, what um, did you think about this album? I mean, okay, when this came out, I liked it a lot. Honestly, I like Post Malone. I mean, not like when I'm at home, but like, it's like a, for me, when I think of like it, like this album, it's like a car album. You know what I mean? Like I will listen to this in the car and be like very happy about it. You know? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. For me,
1: (laughs) for me personally, I did not like this at all. (laughs) <laughs> i yeah. um i don't know it feels weird to call this a hip-hop album when it's purely pop in my eyes it oh yeah
0: wait it was a hip-hop
1: album it it was technically oh, wait, i a didn't even know that yeah really? he's technically Jeez. a rapper man <laughs> so okay. when i heard this album i was like damn i'm kind- oh, darn it i'm a little bit disappointed um because I want to like Post Malone just because I know he's, like, a cool dude, you know? Mm-hmm. But when I listen to it, it just feels so basic and something that, like, doesn't speak of any importance to me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And then the chords were just, like, very, very, very simple. It didn't have that much going on it for it um, production-wise, so... Even in that aspect, I couldn't, like, you know, move to it or anything. It just felt there, kind of plain, but. Yeah, I mean. Oh, you can
0: go. You can finish.
1: Yeah, uh, but it's definitely, like, I can see how it, ap- like, appeals to a wide audience. Um, and obviously mm-hmm. it has, with the commercial success that it
0: has had over the span of its life, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that this album for me is, like, I like two songs out of, like, however many mm. other there were, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think there were a few hits, but then the rest of them, for me, like, I could probably, like, they probably, they kind of all sound a little bit of the same to me. But, yeah. like, it doesn't mean I don't like them. Like, I'll still listen to them and, like, this is, like, fine with me. Like, a lot of times I just do, like, I listen to music while I do other things. So, it's, like, the music isn't the most important part to me, but it's, mm-hmm. like, something that, like, I enjoy listening if there's some music value in it. Like I'll like this. I like to listen to it. Right. But like it was one of those albums where it was like I'll really only like I'll like search like I'll want to like oh like look up this song to listen to it. Like I'll only do that for like maybe two of them. Mm-hmm. Rather than like the whole album itself.
1: Yeah. I will say that I liked Ozzy Osbourne's um appearance in this album. Mm-hmm. I thought that was yeah. fun, but um yeah, I couldn't really get behind um, you know, the style of it. Um personally it's just not my taste. It's nothing wrong with it it just I I personally couldn't get behind it you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: all right so the next album folklore by Taylor Swift how did you
1: feel about this one Seeker can I tell you something yeah <laughs> I used to be Swifty so <laughs> I um, was very excited about this album but when I first listened to it I was like very disappointed as well because I think her lyrics were heavily dependent on simple metaphors, which I didn't love. But the more I listened to it, the
0: more I started loving it. Sure. I think for me, like I know it this album like really blew up. I guess I'm not even sure how long ago. It was like time. I don't even know time anymore, <laughs> but like whenever it did blow up, I I don't know I never really got on that bandwagon and I never really listened to it I only listened to it kind of recently and like I liked it but it just wasn't my style I was never a swifty as (laughs) you were. I guess maybe that's part of like the appeal that I don't have but like it still was good like it just wasn't my exactly my style like I can listen to it totally fine like I would enjoy it if I listened to it but I would probably listen to other things instead
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I think um I really like the album in that it was like kind of brought her back to her, you know, country days, mm-hmm. but in a in a folky kind of way. Um yeah. I think my favorite song off this album is Seven. Um I think that really just shows her lyrical abilities on that song. Um and I think that's something that stands her out that stands out from the rest of these artists is her lyrical ability. Yeah.
0: Um and or in personally, person- Yeah, Yeah. go ahead, go ahead. And in general, like, I think in, like, terms of, like, mixing and balancing, like, her vocals would stand out more clearly in, like, her Mm -hmm. album rather than other albums. And I think it also has to do with, like, the style because I think right now, like, kind of that low-fi-ish, not exactly low-fi, but, like, that low, like, production quote-unquote value, you know, that's kind of, like, going in phase right now, if you know about that. I think it kind of has to go And like, maybe that's why other albums are like that too. But, like, her voice is a little bit more, like, clear in this one. Mm -hmm. which is not like the other singers can't sing well it's just like hers i think the way she like or whoever mixed it is kind of how it stood out to me which i liked right so how would you personally rank these albums then oh gosh that's a hard one (laughs) i mean uh, i guess like what's hard about this is that they're all kind of like when i ask myself like why do they choose these songs as like the nominees is they all are kind of different style Mm. And it's like if I could choose between one style, I could definitely like have a defined answer. But like, there's like different styles, right? And that kind of throws me up. But I guess Zeger, how about you? How did you feel? I'll like put it on you first, so you can have the first go.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, you take some time to think about it. But I was gonna say, I think folklore, woman in music, and d j c the volume three were my top three albums. I think Jacob's use of, like, space, it was crazy. And I really appreciated that as a music listener to hear that. Um, and I didn't really hear that in the rest of the albums. And then Folklore, again, just, like, a personal favorite. <laughs> and then Hi, I'm in Music Part 3. Or <laughs> Woman in Music Part 3. I don't know. I just really like the, like, like simplicity of that album.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess after thinking about it I think if honestly I kind of liked Everyday Life by Coldplay and like I guess for me I'm just biased because there's a lot of instrumentation and like when I listen to music I genuinely don't tend to listen to like the lyrics as much I guess because mm-hmm. like a lot of people like to listen to lyrics which I, I do appreciate the <laughs> lyrics don't get me wrong but also like I don't know I just liked how much instrumentation they had even if they were like kind of all over the place. Like, right. I tend to not listen to albums all the way through. I'll just, like, listen to one song or, like, a couple songs and then not, like, just listen to whenever I want to. But, like, if I had to listen to just, like, one album for, like, the rest of the year, it would probably be Everyday Life. But also, I really liked um, Ch- Chilombo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I like that one a lot just because, like, I really like that style for me. Mm, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Very soft, very r and B. I I really liked it. Mm-hmm okay um right. yeah with all these albums <clears throat> nominated um obviously future nostalgia and hollywood's bleeding and folklore were nominated because of their commercial success it's hard mm-hmm. not to talk about the weekends album because yeah. that was one of the biggest things of this year man you know it really and was like yeah everyone it's,
0: it blew up it blew up just as much like if you're gonna say like oh it didn't blow up as much it blew up just like future nostalgia did like even more in my opinion. even more
1: yeah he i think his monthly listeners are, are is that like on spotify right now 60 million or mm-hmm. something like that yeah it's crazy yeah and he has musical talent and he definitely has a unique style that can be compared to the rest of these people if not they're he he's done better than these people like mm-hmm. style wise and you know commercial success wise um and i think it's hard not to uh see that like definitely there's some you know something wrong with how the grammys nominate their nominees um i don't know if you have any beef with them but i do personally yeah
0: i mean like okay some people might say like oh but like only one song blew up like blinding lights and like i do kind of agree that was the most popular one but like also, I mean, like, people still listen to his other stuff, and if you're going to say that, I think the same thing goes for Hollywood's Bleeding. Like, I don't... I yeah. think most people just listen to, like, Sunflower, because that was, like... I think that was pretty popular. And, like, the same thing kind of happens. So, like, if you're going to say, like, oh, it's because only one song blew up, it's, like, there's probably the same... You can say that for, like, any album, you know what I mean? <laughs> Basically. It's just, like, in proportion to its own, like, success.
1: Right, yeah. When... My, the first time I realized that, like, the Grammys were, like not the best is when taylor swift got album of the year over kendrick lamar to pimp the butterf to pimp a butterfly <laughs> is oh my god such a good album like one of the best in history um and while i do love taylor swift as you know um mm-hmm. it just you know doesn't deserve that so i think there are some things that the grammys need to work on in terms of like actually appreciating the you know the art of the creators that they're nominating yeah. So, with that right. in mind, what do you think, who
0: do you think will actually win? All right. I mean, personally, I think it's up to, like, Future Nostalgia, Hollywood's Hollywood's Bleeding, or Folklore. I think it's, those are probably, like, the top three. It'll probably be up to them. I feel like it might just be Hollywood's Bleeding just because of how popular Post Malone is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But honestly, the more I think about it, it's like harder for me to like pinpoint one because like I feel like maybe I'm just like in a niche friend group or something and I only like these people only talk about this group. I think it depends on like who you are and like who you talk to that like what listen, like music they listen to. So I really, if I'm having a hard time, like figure out which is actually going to win.
1: I think it's going to be either Hollywood's Bleeding or Folklore. The reason why I think it's going to be Folklore is because the Grammys likes to pull these kinds of stunts where they're like, (laughs) oh yeah, we are woke. We're we're, like nominating women because last year we didn't, so we have to make up for that. So they might do this thing where they're like, we're going to make Taylor Swift one of the first women in history to win Album of the Year three Three times. times. So they Mm -hmm. might try to pull one of those things this year, but... uh, if not i think they're gonna say post malone because of you know he's just so popular yeah and um it's not a bad album it's just like not the best out of these albums in my opinion
0: yeah i mean i think like to each its own for all of these albums but like i think it's so hard because they're all different genres like yeah i don't know about you but i have a really hard time like differentiating between two different genres because it's not like it's up to at that point it's most of the time it's like just up to personal taste right
1: music like, is like mm-hmm. yeah yeah music and art is all subjective so it's it is hard to like determine what is better than the rest but um yeah, yeah. but uh i think yeah i think we can both agree that hollywood's bleeding is up there yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. if you could pick any album of these to win which one would you choose
0: oh geez is that Mm. like is it just like my favorite one or like who do you think deserves it the most oh deserves it oh geez that's yeah (laughs) let me think oh gosh um I think if someone were to deserve to deserve album of the year it probably would be folklore I think because that did come out I think in a time that a lot of people were just like not having the best time because it did come during quarantine and like everyone kind of started like raving about folklore and I think it started to get kind of people like talking to each other again like I think like all of them have good music but I think folklore is just like at least to me like a lot of my friends were talking about it and like everyone started getting together again and like I think it's good to have like album of the year like to be about music and she did have good music but also like she had a good impact on society as well I think interesting Uh, that's kind of why I thought that I think Taylor Swift I would if, if I could choose I'd probably choose folklore interesting
1: i would probably choose jacob collier's album reason being um i think he represents um how fast the music industry is moving towards this like intricate you know design of specialty Mm. uh you know stuff um again i just like i love his youth use of music theory and uh the way he knows how to produce and how to create music. I think that's wonderful. Um, And I think that kind of shows this generation of being, you know, like, again, just like progressing the music industry forward and forward. And I really like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, his album albums definitely stands out because, like, he could orchestrate all these different sounds so well. Like, right. I think all of them have really good musical sounds but, like, definitely his, it really, like, it was, it was so different in that there are so many new sounds that I'm not really used to in, like, kind of this, in kind of modern music or, like, just music that, like, gets famous. Like, I always hear this but it's more like a small artist but, like, I don't know, I really like that because I really like intricate sounding stuff. Like, it's I like to hear like, the interesting musical parts and I thought that his album was like definitely my cup of tea in that sense. Alright, right.
1: well that was our podcast for today. I hope you guys um, enjoyed listening. Uh, let us know like what was your favorite album and who do you think is going to win? Because um, I definitely right. really don't know this year. So have a good day, you guys.